Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison, joined always by my co-hosts, Chris Epps and Mike McGoy. Another eventful week in the markets. What up, fellas? No joke. It's It's been nonstop since we last talked, it feels like. Every day is something new. Every I have day. a new moniker I wanted to bring out to you guys, the Elmer Fred. <laughs> <laughs> including all NFT projects, 
D5 project to get flooded also. But in all the protocols. Hey, man, I can't. And what else am I flooding also? Oh, yeah. Uh, digital real estate. Oh, digital real estate. Come yeah. to the front of the line, digital real estate. <laughs> it's a housing crash everywhere, ain't it? Uh, that chart is filthy. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice round trip. You know, everyone makes round trips, it seems like. I'm going to make a round trip. Kathy Woods makes round trips. It's like that. Uh, Chris, you seen that meme? I, what kind of curve is that? Is it a Laffer curve? I don't know what that curve is. Um, where there's like the um, Neanderthal on one side, oh, and then the like IQ, the, and then the, the super smart guy on the other side mm -hmm. is, is, is saying, and the then same. like the somewhat smart guy in the middle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the IQ curve. Yeah. yeah. You can be a bonehead and then also be a genius. And you know, because you're a genius, that boneheads will buy the bonehead thing. Yeah. Or you can overanalyze everything and be in the middle of the curve, missing out because you think too hard like me. Right. Yeah. 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 Just don't think, just do it. Live in the moment. Live in the moment, man. Um, Very applicable. Buy all the ape shit. Whatever ape anything is coming out. No, no, no. <laughs> No, they're starting it's to actually get some the, all of the flack that we've been talking about. It's it's ramping up. I'm seeing it ramp up more. I'm seeing there's like a puff piece by this company called Input, which ironically, writer rips the guy who's doing the campaign against Board Ape Yacht Club uh, that he founded and like left. There's like some puff pieces trying to save him. There's there's an article that they did an interview recently uh, within the last week, or it was published within the last week, saying that. They know that, you know, all that Nazi stuff that they were kind of memeing, it's all a meme. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a joke to them. You know, it's not real. That's yeah. what they said, basically, or it's their past and ignore it. Pretty funny. But wait a minute. It's not real in reference to, like, they don't take it seriously or it wasn't mm -hmm. real. It's a joke to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Nazi stuff was a joke to them. The Nazi and the story, the the weird Nazi fan fiction that they used to write on 4chan or whatever these forums back in the day is a, a joke. You know, the them these references in the apes apparently are just you know joke funny thing that they didn't think it was going to be taken so seriously, even though they pumped their bags to help and had marketing and yeah, they didn't think it was going to be taken seriously. Uh -huh, yeah, sure. yeah, it's um, crazy. So, it's so basically, a bad joke yeah bad yeah all the time it's like when a comedian has a yeah a bad joke exactly and, and bad jokes get written off by bad comedians as just oh you're just actually a racist i'm sorry right. yeah 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 i love kramer to death but when kramer <laughs> on, on stage you know what i mean screaming nigger a million times i was like yeah i don't know actually about you anymore Right. That wasn't even a joke. That was <laughs> that was not that was, a joke. That was, yeah, that was pure rage. Yeah, that was that was even, that, that was some shit he was just trying to scream out for like the last few years. It sounds like yeah. But he fall back on that same narrative where oh, this was a joke. I was on stage. That was a yeah. Joke. He did use that, huh? No, I don't. No, nah, he didn't. He apologized. You know that was that was really ugly for his career at the at that time. So, um, but. I, I feel the sentiment of what Mike's saying. The example might not be the best one, but um, definitely, uh, you know, people tell bad jokes and um, they just write it off, even though that might be their true sentiment. Um, yeah. It's a great excuse. Well, 
I want to get to what I believe is the biggest news of the week. BlackRock teaming up with Coinbase. Uh, really uh, looking bad for my fuck Coinbase <laughs> marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what Coin is up right now too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you and Kathy Woods, baby, y'all are just yeah. great. Y'all got some great ass moves. Yeah, we, well, I mean, I didn't sell the bottom like she did. I'm not, I'm not that yeah. bad. I, I, I sold the middle, but you uh, fudded the bottom. Bro. I fudded the bottom hard, um, and yeah. So they, te- so uh, you know, this article published by Bloomberg, BlackRock teams up with Coinbase and crypto market expansion. Uh, BlackRock Inc. is partnering with Coinbase Global Inc. to make it easier for institutional investors to manage and trade Bitcoin, taking the world's largest asset manager into a cryptocurrency market hammered by plunging prices and government investigations. Coinbase surged 15% to $92.61 at $120 in New York. Uh, partnership with BlackRock provides some relief for the biggest U.S. crypto trading platform whose stock had lost more than two-thirds of its value this year through Wednesday. Um, right. So now it's only down 50%? Yeah. Uh, what you fucking do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so, think, I think it's... They're already, they've already been kind of looking for their way in. It feels like are they looking for their official way in, like an official on-ramp type move. Mm-hmm. This seems like it makes sense. It's good timing for them. Perfect so do, timing for them. So do we think any of this activity has been priced into the market yet? Um, the anticipation of this activity? Or uh, or was this kind of catching people off guard? Because I didn't hear a lot about this before it was announced. Um, like many of the other crypto deals, I feel like we've kind of, we hear about for months or the crypto deals that never happened, we hear about for ever. Uh, Apple buying <laughs> Bitcoin and things like that, but I didn't really hear much about this. What What do you think well, about? I don't know. I think you only hear rumors. Like when you hear about stuff before, like this makes sense for me not hearing about it mm-hmm. beforehand. I feel like you know the the Apple example was like a pretty telegraphed and like clickbaity thing. Although they still are working on stuff, but it's just they don't say what or what it is. And BlackRock being silent kind of makes sense in general. Right. right. What do you think about them getting in during the bear market um, versus them buying the top like everybody else? Do you think that they were, they had made this decision, you know, two or three quarters ago and were just like, oh, we're just going to wait until <laughs> till it drops so we can... That. Yeah. If they have charted, yeah. Yeah. If they have any type of team right. that does any type of chart reading, yeah. 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 They're like, this has dropped 80%, 90%, 80%. Yeah. This is going to happen again. Right. If we do believe in this, then we're just going to wait for the next one and then just double dutch our way in, basically. Yeah. And you know, some say that it's not the bottom, some say it is, but regardless, they got a good entry point is what yep. they kind of feel. Yeah. They, yeah, they, and they, you know they're probably doubling down is what it is too. They, right. They they probably bought the top. Right. They're already in crypto. Yeah. Just, now this is another way to double down, get some leverage. Right. Yeah. Dollar they, cost average, average down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, dollar cost average down. Don't double down. 
don't don't market buy when you're in the red, please. Trust yeah. me. But I was gonna say I've been kind of surprised by the lack of attention that this deal has gotten in mainstream financial legacy media. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree, Mike. Channels, the market watches, you know, no one reporting on this really. Or it was a blip at the bottom of the bottom of the page. Yeah. Yeah. There's much more important or much bigger news, I felt like like but, the day after. But I I disagree. I think this news is huge. And I think this is probably the biggest news for crypto and Bitcoin. I mean, this is probably top nah. ten top ten nah, for nah. me. I mean, this this is literally the for world. For you, but you know what the biggest news is Michael Saylor fucking quitting. No, that's about it. That's a, I don't <laughs> see. Come on, Jason. Jason. I don't really want to talk about. I don't think because I don't. We want to talk about because we're talking about stuff. a company that handles ten trillion dollars in assets with True. BlackRock okay. versus uh one man, Michael Saylor, who's a bit a glorified Bitcoin, Bitcoin maxi, which is like okay, this is great. We love Michael Saylor in the space. I mean. It, I do, you know, for whatever people who are Bitcoin enthusiasts, but I don't think any one person is that important versus $10 trillion jumping into the, into the market and doing so, you know, telling us like, yeah, like you said, Chris, they've already been buying and been in, involved and invested and probably been telling their clients for months. This is just them putting a news article out about it. I think that's way bigger than Michael Saylor changing the title on his fucking nameplate on the on the door in his building like yes but don't forget who you think is better but you are at the market the market always decides the market's always right and that's the market the is all, like always the, right. the point of news like this is important news it's actually the reason why probably we are such a stable rate and they've it's been priced in i was going to enter that it feels like it's probably already priced in and now we're hearing about it I, I i disagree i feel like we're going to see a jump in the way that we saw uh, last year. At some point, I don't know when it's going to come. You know, it might be September. Um, I hope so. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna jump back to mid thirties. Uh, maybe not on the specific news, but because of the money that's being plunged mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, all of this capital. But, um, but, wait, but that's the thing. Hold on, man. You you mentioned now that a very large number that mm -hmm. they might have under their balance sheet, but they're not allocating all of that to Bitcoin. No, no, nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying they're spending $10 trillion on Bitcoin. I'm not it, I'm not saying they're spending 1% of that. I'm just saying that they've- That's what I'm going. Yeah. They might not spend one, you know, 5% of that because ultimately, like, these are still portfolio managers yeah. that have to make sure that, you know, their clients are happy. I'm sure they have. Look, they'll obviously dump a ton in, but I don't even think that they can create a bottom. Honestly, even with that move. Right. And I'm still banking off of the fact that by looking at the macroeconomic factors here are much are large are weighing much larger mm -hmm. than the one trillion dollar, which is huge, yeah. market cap that's crypto. Right. There are fifteen trillion dollars at play here yeah. off the board. And a lot of that has to deal with even still coming off of these like S P stocks, these mm. tech stocks still have to do something. Yeah. And so as long as Bitcoin is still tracing that, then man, I don't know what's going to happen until right. we even see a decoupling from the tech stocks, which I don't see that happening anytime soon, especially mm -hmm. as these larger black rock types of institutions jump into the play now. It's going to mm -hmm. only move even more like a tech stock. Mm -hmm. Right. I, yeah, I, I feel you. I, I agree with that.
So what uh, happens then when the Dow is now at 25,000, 22,000? What is that going to do to Bitcoin? Wait, what? What happens the, if we see a 21,000 Dow? Why will we see thousand Dow? Why will we see that? Because that's what happened last recession. Mm. We went from 18, 17,000 down to 8,500. When Brock took off, we were like, like 9,000. Right. Well, I'm saying we're in a different space now. I mean, the you know, numbers are larger, which right. means they're going to come off the board larger as well. Yeah, exponentially. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's how numbers work. And yeah. I understand that. And I agree with that. I I find it hard to believe that we're going south of where we crashed for COVID, which is 19. I don't know. 19. Yeah, I mean, as of today. As of today, we got the monkeypox federal uh, emergency, I, national I, emergency announcement. You know, mm. I don't know, dog. I'm waiting for that that uh, that new PPP, that uh, MPP, whatever they call that, it. That, that MP, that MPPPP. Uh, I'm yeah. signing up. I don't. I, I learned my lesson. I was pussy last time. I'm signing up. Yeah, I have yeah. businesses. Yeah, I think. Um... Clutch with cash. <laughs> I, I think i think it's kind of um i don't know the word i'm looking for but anticipating another uh exact pandemic or pandemic or another situation to replicate itself whether that's in the market or otherwise like i just don't think it's wise i'll just say it like that oh, i mean yeah. um i don't i don't i like what's in the middle of a bull and a bear you know, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't, I don't think it's wise to predict, predict the downfall um, and be doom and gloom and say, oh, 20,000 Dow, 20,000, 22,000 Dow. I don't think it's wise to say it's going to 36 either. Um, I, you said I, Bitcoin going to 30K. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it can, it can, it can right, rain. So it's cool to put NASA K for Bitcoin, but then not for the Dow. Yeah. No, 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 no. But that's I don't, but horse. I don't, that's I don't think that's, horse. no, 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 no. But I, the, what I'm saying is that's a range for Bitcoin. I don't think mm-hmm. that, I didn't say like, oh, Bitcoin's going to 80,000. Like, and I didn't say it was going to 12. I think. Not this tw- year. I just, I think 20 to 35, 23 to 35 is like a, like a median range. Like that's how I look that's, at it. That's what you feel, right? Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And I agree with that. that. And that's all I'm saying is that just that's just Thank my you. sentiment. That's just my sentiment. That I'm not okay. <laughs> and, and I feel that we could have a monkeypox. <laughs> right. Crash, there you go. There you go. But I don't I don't think we will I don't believe I don't want us to. Right. But every day it's just like, oh maybe this is the little you know. So Mike you back think, again, two more Mike, years. You, you think we're going down but like like what's your what do you think is the uh event that is going to spur the the downturn or that we're in the event we're in the event we're in the event and i feel like part of the part of the gift of living where we live and also the curses we're extremely uh kind of sheltered Mm -hmm. from the real winds of the real world yeah especially looking at my own country right yeah so let me just read some of the headlines of the articles that have been coming out that we've been sending to our clients. Okay. And this is from MarketWatch. Dramatic increase, foreclosure filings up more than 150%. Mm. Yeah. 
from this month to last month, up 219% since the start of the year. Foreclosures. Foreclosures. Let me read another article. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. German retail sales crash, the most on record as Europe now slumps into recession. This is the Financial Times. Right. Germany is the strongest economy mm-hmm. in the EU. Okay. So for them to be slumping into a recession based off of their numbers now, right. it only shows you that this is going to affect the world. Right. Right. And so it's like what we do know is everyone's too leveraged up in the stock market. That's been the case for a very long time now. So Mm -hmm. it's not far fetched to see 20, 30 percent come off the board. Right. And so you think you think with that, you think with that is going to be a lot of margins and then people are getting squoze and then the number number falls faster because no one is happy with just the regular five percent return. Right. You have to margin it. You yeah. have to do nine x margin on it. Yeah, twenty x margin or whatever the, the the house will let us at this point. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, man, everyone's levered up, bro. Yeah, everyone's levered up long, and now anyway, so that's one as well. Yeah, let me, let me play another. Let me run another one that we've been sending out. Stocks post Fed bounce. Excuse me. Stock post Fed bounce is a trap. 
And this was Morgan Stanley just this week. Yeah. June low, not the final move for bear market. Yeah. Morgan Stanley's Mike Wilson. Right. So this is not over, says the smart motherfuckers in the room. Right. Yeah. I'm just following them. Right. Okay. So right. Then he says this bear market may be getting close to an end, but needs to have that quote unquote final move. And I don't think that June low is the final move. And what have I been saying about the but bear did, market okay. in crypto? Same thing. There's but, probably okay. one last bastion. Right. And that's because they move together. Yeah. Okay, but let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Mike. Are yeah. they would they tell you when the final move happened? These smart people. Would they come out and say, this is the last, this is the bottom? What it what it what is the next thing that they're going to tell the public? It's always after the facts. That's what they I'm saying. So what what it, what is their next message? Is it that it, it depends on who you're asking and, and what they're trying to sell you? Ultimately, right? More right. families in the business of selling stock. Right. So it's not in their best interest to tell you that this, the market's not good. Right. But if what you ask me, this is someone being extremely conservative. Right. So, but but that's what my question is. Just if again, if you're trying to help guide me or other people through the market, right? This is their message right now. And you're kind of saying like they're actually telling us the right thing right or that to anticipate more ugliness but then more pain right but then what is their next message if if you were to try to anticipate their next message is it six months from now saying uh the pain is over you know hopefully things are going to tick back up or are they going to wait until we get into a, a bull market and then start prognosticating again like but that's the that's the the beauty of media yeah, right? whether it be financial or crypto or sports, there's new opinions daily. Daily, daily, and mm-hmm. so yeah, someone's going to have a new opinion. Yeah, right. But I focus more on the sentiment of the room. Yeah, not necessarily one person telling me this is going to happen or that's going to happen. When the yeah. sentiment of the room by all the large banks, by the heads of the large banks, are like, "Hey, we got more pain in store here, guys." batting down the hatches who mm-hmm. am i to say well you know what actually well, i listen to this one crypto podcast and jason said he <laughs> thinks that he feels that the bottom is in yeah right or we i listen to this one crypto podcast and mike says that the bottom is not in because he's listening to the sentiment of the room like that's the that's the beauty of listening to our podcast that's the difference where i actually get the full third part this is the purpose of third party information where yeah. I get to say, hey, I get to rely on the perspective of the chief investment officer, Roboni, yeah. or his capital, and say, Bloomberg published this. These right. are all reputable firms that obviously have done well for themselves. Right. And so and what I'm saying is, when I'm hearing this from three and four and five and seven out of the top 10 players, mm-hmm. you're like, well, maybe there's something here. Right. I guess part, part of my... Uh where I get my decision on where I believe the market is going is based on your decision, Chris's decision, everybody else who I see, you know, on Twitter and stuff. And also the, the bank's prior 
prognostication and their prior thoughts of, you know, so Jason, I, we're talking about probably like a million dollars max, not even, by the way, not even a million dollars. We're talking about the movements of a million dollars compared to mean? the movements of 500 billions of dollars, if not trillions. What do you mean? All the yeah, people that you see like, on Twitter and know. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, what they're I'm not saying, making like, any deposits or, or no, no, any no, purchases. No, bro. Yeah, bro, but I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm looking at the same art. I'm on Twitter. Not. I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about all the publications or, you know, whoever like Raul Paul or, you know, all the pe Jason William, all the people that you like and the people that we look at in the crypto space in addition to the other financial people, in addition to whatever the Bloomberg or Forbes or, you know what I'm saying? All the other publications, in addition to the fucking whale trackers and, you know, all of that stuff. So that, but what I was going to say was in addition to that, also I look at the other side of what have they told me before in terms of the banks and, you know, JP Morgan lying about mm -hmm. their involvement in crypto or, you know, like saying it's going to Bitcoin is going to 164,000 last year or whatever, like they, they will prognosticate and they will all also reach a sentiment and they can all also be wrong at the same time. Not saying that I'm right, but I'm saying like, I don't know. And so I, I approached the double Dutch, with hesitancy you know what i'm saying of are they are they tricking me are because they they love a good rug they love to rug the public you know what i'm saying and so that's the thing is that what you're saying is true they are moving the big money and they're having conversations with each other about moving the big money and which way it's gonna go and definitely i just feel like they're not ever really telling us the truth that's that's kind of the feeling i get and we kind of have to figure out for ourselves, you know? Um, right. And so. I appreciate that. And I would just say, as with anything else, when anyone has any kind of something coming out of their mouth or anything to tell you or tell you, you have to honestly ask yourself, what is their purpose in telling me this? Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And for these guys at this point now, it's not about, oh, I got this right. You know, give me a pound on the back. It's, look, I've been right now for years. Yeah. That's why I'm worth billions of dollars and you're not. Yeah. Because I've been right for a long time. Yep. No, so for sure. that's why I listened to the guys who have been right for a very long time. And we all watch sports, right? For sure. Obviously, I'm gonna use this analogy. I only listen to like two to three guys in reference to their opinion on basketball. Right. Even though all these guys are on sports center all day talking to Stephen A. Smith on first take on this and that, like. I'm only listening to the opinions of probably two to three guys, Matt. Honestly, yeah. guys. Yeah. And it's the same, bro. Like it's it's just a whole bunch of noise, a whole bunch of people who are talking. That's cool. But what's their real intention and what's their track record like? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's why Raul Paul does so well. He's able to stand on his track record because he's like, look, I'm like a legitimate macro economist who's been watching world markets and betting on them at a very high space. Right. So well, hard to, I live on my own island. He seems like the least emotional person in crypto Twitter. But he has to be because he's trained himself to be yeah. that way. He cannot yeah. be an emotional trader. He will go yeah. broke very fast. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like uh, the tide has turned 
away from him and in some regards from some people that you know i see on on twitter again i i don't know enough about raw paul i find a lot of the stuff he says interesting and i follow him um the way i follow a lot of these other guys um but Ralph Paul might be honestly one of the more uh, accredited and I, I want to say probably accomplished voices on Twitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think like I bro think, has legitimate receipts. Yeah. I think people were, you know, upset and, and by and large, most people are upset with anybody who was basically trying to shill any altcoin. You know, I think he was, he might've been somebody who was pushing Solana or another. Yeah, I think yeah, he was heavy in Ethereum. He was having Ethereum. Ethereum, bro. Yeah. He's pushing E. Yeah. So yeah, the, the bit maxis have a fucking tantrum tantrum because he's saying that something else is also a decent investment, just right. numbers wise. Right. Yeah. Just numbers wise. And I wanted to talk touch on that one. Did you guys see the, the video? It was probably old, but of uh, Michael Saylor talking about Ethereum. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't no, see it. Come on, y'all didn't see that. <laughs> I got to watch. Cr- Cr- yeah, Chris seen it. I like when he goes like high, high tone, like his yeah, voice starts squeaking. Bro, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he was like really in his feelings about it, and it's like, and and, it, and, it, and it, it's like okay, again, he's the guy who is so smart and looking at how the watch works. He's missing just the huge price run up. Yeah, yeah, he could have put both on the on the sheet on their sheets, and then he would probably still have that job and still do full time crypto because he's still full time crypto, acting like he's not full time crypto when he quit. His, he's like, I'm gonna just go full time Bitcoin now. Like, and, bro, you're and that, and that means that he's lost enough people their money too that they no longer are trusting his word, man. That's come on, think about it like this, bro. You just gave this man. It, it's his job to collect money from you. You then gave him millions of dollars. He then lost them. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean bro it, it's not like i need to talk to you bro like that's and then there's pressure on you that there's huge amounts of pressure on 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 him for losing right. their capital right i mean capital. i mean this but it's not over yet either you know and like it's not that that's, that's, right. that's not how investors think bro you right no somebody i no, just I, lost you 50 of your money but just stick in there a little bit longer and we'll probably get it back like next year Right. And that's if you guys have seen the big short, that's basically what happens to Michael Burry throughout the movie. You know, he's uh, ahead of this hedge fund and he's got billions of dollars that he's managing and he's betting on the housing market to fall, which had never happened. And, you know, they he's right in the, the percentage that he's down on his trade, basically on his whiteboard. And I think what they I forgot what they got down. It was like negative two hundred and ninety-four percent or something crazy. And you know, then the next day he writes plus a thousand or whatever it was, you know, like a percent or something crazy. Um, you know, when the market crashed, and of course he made everybody rich. So um and so for, for sailor to get everyone rich, then Bitcoin would have to do what? Probably have to 10x from here, which is not impossible. No, it's not impossible. But what's the likelihood of that happening next year? Yeah, no, it's yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a better yeah. question, though. Like, yeah, to be honest, yeah, I will, see that. Will the Dow get to a hundred thousand? Yeah, at some point for sure. Yeah, right. But when? Yeah, I think Bitcoin will get to hundred thousand faster than the Dow. 
because yeah, of sure. its reflective reflexivity or whatever the fuck the way it moves. I, I think so too, by the way. It could, it could be soon, but it's definitely no one wants to wait three or four years after all of that shit you did for the last year. Like, like if it was if they came in three or four years ago and kind of like came in at a time where things were like you know calmer, if it was a bear market, waiting those two or three years is different. Like he literally, he put the gas in everyone's tank. Like people who didn't fuck with him, people who don't fuck with him now, they, we still all kind of got even more bullish just when he started fucking screaming and hollering. And uh, yeah, that shit will piss people off. That's why I don't talk about prices and I don't talk about what to buy anymore, except for whales of ether on OpenSea. <laughs> But, 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 but that's the main difference, and, and I, I would say, Chris, there, there's a, a large difference there, though. You're not soliciting clients, telling them that you're going to give them greater returns than what they're receiving in other markets. Yeah. Give me your money. Everyone I've actually had to trade for, I told them, it, it's going to all go, it might all go away. So. <laughs> yeah. Do they listen and remember? No. And no, so no. That, that no. pitch is different, though. That's a different pitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a different pitch, bro. And then you also, again, have to be accountable for the, for their money. And anyone who's ever had to manage someone else's money will tell you, you don't sleep well when your clients are losing money. Fuck you losing money. Fuck you yeah. losing your job. You don't yeah. care about that. Yeah. You you hurt more for your clients losing their money. Yep. Because well, they de- trusted you. Right. Well, depending on if you're a sociopath or not, I mean, obviously, a lot of people who get into finance are and they're fucking crazy. Nah, I mean, still though. like they're trained human beings. Don't get me wrong. They're emotionally trained human beings, but they're still human beings. You know what people need to start investing in is hackers. Start investing I, in some of these. these I need to invest in some, some bots. For 10 man. Years now. I need to yeah. invest in bots. Yeah, and you get some bots or some shit. Like, you know, you can, uh, you know, I told you guys about this thing that happened this Monday about uh, an exploit found and some hacker found out that there was a, a issue with a, a bridge on the Ethereum-like chain. Uh, oh, yeah, no, coin. explain that. Bro, there's this, so everyone, there's uh, chains that are basically like Ethereum altcoins. You hear about them all the time. BNB, ADA, blah, blah, blah. They have DeFi stuff. Terra is another one. Uh, there's a, you have to put these money on these bridges, and these bridges are not safe. Uh on Monday, an exploit was found. A guy just was fucking around with the code in this application called Nomad, and he found out a way to drain the money from the bridge. A bridge holds coins mm-hmm. in its in its coffers, so that way you can easily swap from Ethereum to this other chain, or swap from that chain back to Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So they have their own coffers. No one lost money except for the actual group of people. Maybe some people during transactions, but there's a, a problem. Some transactions were getting spoofed, and a guy figured out how to spoof him himself. Took like two fifty or some. Took like a, I think he took like uh, over a hundred million or some shit like that. I don't remember exact numbers. Mm. They ended up losing all their money because everyone was watching this happen. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people would do is try to copy and paste the same transactions and codes. And it was found out that you could just copy and paste this code. So for like an hour and thirty minutes, you could like easily get a million dollars if you're paying attention and copying and pasting and just a million dollars from who from this you could oh, drain you're you're still in uh it's a code thing that's the weird thing about <laughs> all this shit it's like bro you fucked up your code and it's supposed to be a risky thing so the risk is on everyone 
but that's what I'm, I'm saying. Just, what what why is whose money is it that's sitting there? It's the that, group's money. It's the nomad the, nomad bridge. Nomad bridge is what it's called. So it's a the company. Uh yes. Uh or app. Uh, uh yeah. So they have platform. all of their funds in uh a bridge. I don't understand how any of this works. So they and have I'm sure, a pool I'm sure of stuff. And so that you can swap with their pool from one chain to another chain. Mm-hmm. They hold the pool of stuff and that pool of stuff so that you can easily swap without having to wait for your coins to physically like that exact coin mm-hmm. to be bridged over. They have the pools of stuff and they fucking took yeah, this is way too bank. Yeah, this is way too complicated and complex. I don't get involved in any of this um, super hacker uh chris level nerd stuff i don't know how to do it i've never <laughs> hacked anyone i am not associated with this I no was... i didn't say that you were and i don't want anybody to think that you are but you understand but for an hour and a half i wish i was at my computer i'm not gonna lie yeah but i saw but... we saw like about probably a, probably like a couple hundred people just figuring it out and copy and pasting and pasting their address and so so then what happens you you're telling me that people uh a hundred people 200 people stole a million dollars and then that's it it's like, varying yeah it varying but like you saw, huh it's a cyber crime yeah yeah it's, it's a, yeah it's a cyber crime like but think. but so people aren't able to track ips or anything they're like- able to but they're not going to do anything uh there's white hat hackers that were doing the same thing like they were draining it to try to save the funds to return mm-hmm. the funds and get a reward uh and so you know that's pretty nice for people that's pretty yeah cool. if i get if, a job if I had a, if I was a, a cyber hacker and I got a mill, I would throw my computer in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> That's not going to help. That's not going to help. Because they're going to see you take that plane ticket, carry that shit over to the ocean. Take that no, I, nigga, we live in LA. I'm, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going to right. Dockwiler. Catalina. Oh, no, yeah. come on. I'm you going to Dockwiler and, and chucking that shit like Tom Brady. <laughs> you got to go further. Oh, but yeah so yeah you can you know invest into uh learning how to code you no bro into- i have no interest in doing any type of criminal activity whatsoever i don't want to be trying to do anything because like it, i feel the same way about digital crime as i feel about any other crime like if you rob somebody i feel like or if you you know whatever you do i feel like it's going to come back to you that's why i would feel like sure. it would be crazy like people like killing people and doing all that stuff like Yes, you could do it. Yes, you could rob a bank. Yes, you could rob, you know, a house or whatever. But I would never feel safe in a house. You know, yeah, I would feel like somebody would. Yeah, I would feel like somebody was coming to kill me. Like, and that would be the same well, for you know, a, a cyber if your crime. House is in, if your house is in the Maldives now and no one can find you and you burnt your yeah. passport. But, oh. yeah. but what's the point of living a life if you can't live yeah, fully? Enjoy and, it. Yeah, and fully enjoy it. I mean, no, some yeah. people, That's why some I people want to live on that island. You learn to code and become a white hat actor. That's the right. you know. Oh yeah, no, I guess, as well. Yeah, I guess if you want to be a Robin Hood, you know that's 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 a good good thing. You know, people wanting to to rescue the money for others. I mean, shout outs to them. Um, yeah. But speaking of that, uh, Solana had another hack. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Our weekly Solana hack. <laughs> <laughs> Not the hackathon. It's just the, it should. They need more hackathons. That's for yeah. sure. But. Yeah, dude, that was an interesting one to wake up to. Yeah, so uh, they had thousands of wallets were drained, uh, millions of dollars. Um, yeah. Yeah, through the iOS apps of 
uh, one was called Strobe or something I never really heard of, and then Phantom, which is one of the biggest ones. Yes, yeah, so the I- iOS phone app that were all uh, drained, not like the desktop wallets or hard wallets or cold storage wallets that are used for Solana. Mm-hmm. Just the the easy, you know, everyone just wants the app, and that's what happens. Everyone yeah, just like- wants it on their phone. Like I'm trying to read this thread that a guy posted in related to it in relation to it, and I don't understand half the stuff that he's talking about. Um, yeah, I, how they do the calls and fun- yeah, yeah, the calling functions and shit. Yeah, um, what it is basically the TDLR TLDR uh, is yeah, this, your phone isn't safe. Like all this shit on the cloud services is not safe to put your investments on. I'd right. say that as a person who's done it and still hasn't been fucked with, but yeah, I know it's not safe and people should not, especially when you have a good amount of money. Usually if I had, whenever I had done a good trade or made a good amount of money and bought something that I felt like was worth something for real and I want to hold on to it or want to be safe, I put it on my cold storage. But a lot yeah. of people, especially new people, are specifically in Solana because it's cheaper and they're told all the stuff and you can do all these things and the apps are integratable to your phone. But Solana's apps have been proven not to be that great and not that safe. Uh, everyone that gets big has an issue or gets hacked. I mean, at least Solana stayed up during the hack. It was it was live the whole time. It was shut live. down. You right. know, so they're they're doing something right now. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. They seem very vulnerable, and they haven't been able to solve any of their vulnerability issues on their it's, chain. It is too constant. Yeah. Um, I mean, and also there's hacks on it. There's things that get hacked on Ethereum all the time, shit like that, but nothing like what this is. It's not like an infrastructure or off. Like I don't, you don't really hear about wallets getting hacked like that and not in this way. Very, you know, there's another reason to keep everything on, keep your keys and keep it all blind. So what the, what, what the fuck is up with this Mark Zuckerberg uh, kid picture of him playing baseball? I, I mean, are you guys? I have no idea. What is that? That sounds sus. <laughs> He's, I don't know. Um, it says Instagram is expanding NFTs internationally, is I heard about in- integrating Coinbase and Dapper. So yep. I guess uh, they're allowing people to maybe purchase NFTs on Instagram. I don't know, but I think you can make NFTs on Instagram. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg shared a, a photo of himself um as a young boy playing baseball and i as a young lad (laughs) i i was not really sure what is this supposed to is he supposed to be like uh barry bonds or like is his card supposed to be worth something now his nft card card? yeah it's like a baseball card like he's it's supposed to be like the uh what's the what's my nigga with the with the little cracker jack one that was worth millions of dollars onus uh or something <laughs> but anyway yeah no i did read about this uh like right before the pod uh it was, it was just announced i guess today i saw the announcements for the last few weeks on and off or saw talks about it uh instagram announced that they're going to integrate the stuff yeah i believe the they are allowing creators to make an mint nfts on instagram okay so what it says is that um, Zuckerberg, 38, signed his own Little League baseball card in 1992 and 30 years later will go up for auction. 
The tech giant gave former camp counselor Ali Tarantino the card as a gift, and Tarantino is putting the card on the market. Um, my part of the story is over with, Tarantino said in an auctions press release video. So due to Mark's prominence in the tech world, I figured now is a good time to sell this card and put it on the market. So I guess he's trying to sell this card as an NFT. How much? Listen, uh, I don't care what he's saying. All I know is they just missed their quarterly earnings estimate again for two quarters in a row now. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to find anything and everything to do now. His bet on the metaverse hasn't paid off this yet. We saw yeah. his finding metaverse reality or real estate values and tiktok is coming for that ass too man literally tanking and so man they're trying to do anything and everything right now just to keep the stock price going up or the thing to go up yeah they're literally trying to copy tiktok trying to they're trying to take everything that they can from all the apps that are still alive feels like that aren't them uh yeah the nft thing is very makes sense for what the app is it's just you know i like the timing they're doing it in the bear market shit like that makes me feel good i'm like hey they're doing it when everyone is kind of left and that's that building in the bear thing that kind of makes me bullish on projects mm-hmm. um no matter who it is like any celebrity i see talking about nfts right now is gonna be like okay you got some clout still you still have some balls uh you know yeah i um i've started to track uh, some of my favorite NFT projects and their floor. The floors are continuously dropping. Some are below mint. Um, Chris, what do you think about what do you think about Dead Fellas? It could be a good buy. Like that, that's actually probably the cheapest of the uh, the projects of anything that I think is worthwhile. Uh, a lot of celebrities have them. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. OBJ. Yeah um collabs uh, with uh bobby uh bill um bill murray yeah they got collabs with with the hundreds um and i think their floor is underneath one eth right now um but it's a good project yes point eight nine eth and yeah i you know i think they're they're all right you know in in terms of buy it buy 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 it it. all right Mike, what do you say? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> Hell no. <nah. Save> <laughs> Mike officially changed his PFP, bro. He's out. He's I'm out. out. He sold the bottom. Out. <laughs> I was I was the last one holding. That's why I'm saying, listen, I wasn't getting any extra love for yeah. holding on to my PFP in the middle of a down market. Right. I got no extra clout for that. <laughs> no, you did. You did. Did I? Did I yes. get some extra crypto strikes? Yeah, yeah, you get sure. extra clout where it matters. You see, like, don't forget about this, this, this general mass media and what they think. It's it's the kids who are sweating on their keyboards for the twelve hours a day, not getting up. What they think is what matters, mm. and to them, you're a fucking, uh, you're a vet now. <laughs> yeah, but some of these dead fellows are all right. I don't, I don't hate them. Um, yeah, I like them better than Cool Cats. Like you like them better than Cool Cats? Yeah, 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 for sure. I think the art, like art-wise, like I like the idea better than Cool Cats. Yeah, Cool Cats is kind of cool. Cute. It's kind of cool. Well, yeah, I might get it. Uh, depending on how my uh pockets are looking, I might wait until like. Uh, uh, which horse is racing this week? What you got? 
<laughs> Wait till the to the uh, NFL season gets in full swing and see how oh. see how I'm oh. doing. No, uh, <laughs> oh no, no. Nah, but uh, no, I was really gonna say um, around Halloween because you know those are uh, they they look yeah. kind of Halloween themed. So oh yeah, that, that was so my fucked up on when they were minting. Yeah, and, or after they admitted they were out, I was like looking at them. I was like, "Oh, this is perfect Halloween thing." And of course, all all of the Halloween looking spooky stuff, ghoulish things, all pumped up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So That's I'm definitely I, so so it might be a good buy right now in anticipation for Halloween, and then you know that might be a time for a pump for dead fellas, and then that might be a time to sell. And like you said, you got to remember all the past things that you've been through and and didn't do and yeah it, it sounds like uh coming around full circle right now yep yep so yes he's, he's, he's on the elliptical right now yeah yeah yeah. So elliptical. yeah yeah just legs pumping pumping left and right <laughs> arms pumping to the same side as the legs he's going hard yeah, and not going anywhere. Yeah, no inches have been. <laughs> no inches. This is week four of your floor watch. <laughs> if you don't just buy ETH and sit the fuck down, bro. Okay. Yeah, you could just buy a bunch of ETH. This, I mean, as yeah. we've seen now for the last four weeks. Three yeah, weeks. no, that's that's the right thing, honestly, and that's we've really. We've been talking about ETH at eight hundred dollars, bro. I know mm-hmm. that's crazy, right? It's doubled since you feel me what yeah. like that your fucking yeah your fucking nft is not gonna double bro yeah not right now no. not right now no yeah, no no, it, no it, it, around, yeah it's always it fun. will mike it will it'll go up 10x and nah. when we when we're not ready for it exactly for an hour or like a day yeah you right. can catch the, like you can catch month, the 7x or whatever when like it drops down three years then. but then you know what i mean then like <laughs> someone then figures out that they got boo-hoo so they then just start dumping them or what until the next person decides to dump all this. There's a scandal yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, hey, I'm still following our, our guy from our block, uh Kleberman. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot his fucking name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just cocksucker. Because I actually really <laughs> like art. Yeah. And so I'm like, he actually is like known in the space. I know. He's like a nice, a great digital artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who then was doing stuff with Art Block? Or he was about to. Or was about to this cocksucker. And but yo, imagine if we would have bought that shit and would have done the same exact thing that we did for all the other DAO NFTs. Like, oh, we are up three X from five ETH, so we just made ten ETH. Let's keep going for thirty. You know, and he would be he would be like hated in the in the community right now. Oh. So he saved him. He stop lost himself from a world of pain for sure. Um, I saw somebody had a great tweet and, um, man, if I would have did what they said, I would have been in such great shape, but they said, if it's good enough to take a screenshot of is good enough to take profits. Yeah. (laughs) So like all the times I I screenshotted my account or I screenshotted, uh, a, a, a PFP that I liked other than the, um, the groupies, which never took off, um, if I would have bought at the, any any of those things or sold any of those things, any of my screenshot <laughs> times, I got out of trades. I mean, trades is probably the best example, right? I s- screenshotted so many trades uh, up 800% and then 
fucking you fall asleep and you wake up and you're down <laughs> 300 it's like yeah uh so that's my that's my part of the message if you see something and and you're you've made enough where you want to screenshot it and send it to somebody mm-hmm. it's probably time to get out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true i've uh, i mean you know when i was in the prime last year and the little bit of the year before that, when I started leverage trading, or it was mostly just last year, yeah. Uh, I would definitely put screenshots up. We're leverage trading. I was always taking profits. As I took that screenshot, I was like, I'm taking profit here. We up right now. Uh, and I would still hold on to that shit, which is I definitely learned that lesson, I think, this time. But a lot of the times with the DeFi stuff or NFT stuff, yeah, definitely should have taken profits. Every screenshot I did for coins or, or NFTs. And, holding and before and before we wrap i want to uh shout out one of our crypto bros jamal boykin he's having a boy congrats hey, having congrats, a baby jamal. boy having another crypto bro yeah <laughs> bring another one into the world oh, that, that kid's about to be <laughs> fucking in the citadel for sure um he's set up so yeah so congrats to him man uh when it went and uh hung out with him and his people uh last weekend in, in long beach uh at the park and they made the announcement so that was really dope um so yeah just wanted to make sure you know show them some love on the pod congratulations Ramal. no um any parting thoughts fellas on the market and what's what's to come what's to bear from the bear of barrington brother i gotta start it off with that Oh man, sorry to hear that. Rest in peace. Families, matriarch. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Last Thursday. It was her time, man. She lived yeah. a good life. Yeah. You know, and this is how she wanted to go out. So we were honoring her the way that she wants to be honored. Yeah. But no, nah, man, Barry Barrington, I mean, I still see it. Elmer Fudd, I still see more down coming. <laughs> you know, I do. I yeah. do. I, I see more down, but. There's opportunity when it goes down. I'm actually looking forward maybe to another eat dip. I'm definitely topping up. Yeah. Yeah. Feel me? I'm definitely topping up. So it's like, I just, I, I'm not, I don't want to be like, like, I'm just, I'm watching the big boy. That's all I'm going to say. I'm watching the big boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Watch the big boy. Watch the big boy. It's true. All right. Well, We'll let that be our party message. Yeah. So, uh, right, yeah. Till next week for Chris Epps, Mike McGoy, I'm Jason Madison with the Crypto Bros, and we out of here. Peace. <laughs>